so they basically tell these throuples, hey, this is going to be your last day together. You guys are going to be separated before your last day or go ceremony. So get in, get in your goodbyes. And there was so much kissing. I was like, not everybody's just laid up making out in their thruple. What is happening? <laughs> so much kissing. And if you're not a fan of hearing kissing, that that was a tough episode for you. Like a BB moment, which is like a beautiful black moment. Do we get any of those in this episode? Black. We have a goodbye moment of the chaotic bye moment. Hello, you are watching and or listening to Black by Reality, a place for Black by Baddies and those who love us. This is kind of a bittersweet episode because it's the finale of Couple to Thruple. Once again, I am here with my co-host for this series, Quita. Quita, do you believe that we're already here? I can't. And it's so funny because, like, in the beginning, I was like, I was kind of like, oh. But now, at the end, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> we went on a journey with we you. Did. Oh, we did. Oh, my God. And we these are our two stewards of, of all of that is coupled with Ruppel. I I loved them. But we also get a different side of Scott when it comes to those final decisions. He was not happy with people wanting to talk before this decision. Right. He's like, first of all, this is not the format. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very interesting. We do this usually by, by couple, but I will say that we learn how this all wraps up. Mm-hmm. So they basically tell these throuples, hey, this is going to be your last day together. You guys are going to be separated before your last day or go ceremony. So get in, get in your goodbyes. And there was so much kissing. I was like, not everybody's just laid up making out in their throuple. What is happening? <laughs> so much kissing and if you're not a fan of hearing kissing that that was a tough episode for you <laughs> exactly there was yeah. a lot of three-way kissing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which okay is that a really a thing like there's some poly people who've been commenting on our videos poly people please put it down below is three-way kissing actually a thing or is it a mating thing that they made for the show? <laughs> or, yeah, I feel like, yeah. But also, I've never been in a throuple or, like, yeah. a relationship where there's, like, more than two people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm like, is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. They they now kind of balance it out between uh, that throuple kiss and then just taking turns. Yeah, it's like... Um, this 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 (laughs) and for anyone who thinks uh polyamory is not work kissing in itself is work that is what i am saying non-monogamy polyamory it's a lot more work i think people think it'll be more fun but i'm like no the things that you hate doing in a relationship like communicating being present like listening to your partner's needs Mm -hmm. you're just doing that multiple times just like (laughs) however many partners you have you're just doing more and more and more of that (laughs) exactly exactly so (sighs) our first couple oh we can't we can't go with them yet there's so much okay we'll go with we'll go with Mm -hmm. our the ones who started it all honestly our married couple Lauren and Dylan last time we saw them they picked Jess they've been picking Jess Jess fits into their lifestyle perfectly being a fitness girly but she also has done this before and has been hurt on the physical side 
so where these two were kicking things off, like we're ready to try things out with everyone in the bedroom, right. just as like slow down. That means commit. Yeah, I think. Well, not I think. Um, I was not a big fan of these two at the beginning because it definitely felt like they were on that threesome type vibe. But it's been nice to watch them with Jess because Jess is like kind of clocking that too I think of being clear about where she's at like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be physical with you if if I'm not ready to we're gonna have to take this slow and so I think she's actually a good third for them because it helps push them out of their pattern around just like hooking up having sex or being intimate in that way with another person outside of their marriage and like actually what does it mean to like build intimacy besides Mm -hmm. physicality with somebody else I agree and like I wonder if something that they were doing in the beginning was that because they say later they were like oh we didn't think we were going to go into this actually looking for someone who's compatible with our lifestyle or interests that's not what we were here for and I'm like I really do wonder if they were like okay we're gonna like go into this looking for someone fun that typically leads to sex and then it's like oh shit like we need to take these third people seriously and just is such a good fit for them um just relationship and lifestyle wise and then they're like we're going to take you seriously. Like single people do that too of just like, I'm going to hook up with anyone, but it's like, no, I'll wait for you because mm-hmm. you're taking it seriously. Right. When someone like sets their standard of how mm-hmm. they're going to be in relationship and they're like, okay, well, but I was coming into this thinking one thing, but you're helping me think a different way. Exactly. Exactly. So Lauren said she didn't want to leave in her interview and I was like I believe her I think Dylan and Lauren are meant to live in like a swinger commune or poly commune Mm -hmm. maybe even the Olympic village (laughs) if they can get in there (laughs) they would be so happy right so happy they loved this like little poly and that's my thing is like they cut they seem to me like they'd be perfect for a swingers community like a little gated community where we like Hook up, connect, have parties, have fun, live our life. Absolutely, absolutely. They would thrive there. Um, And Dylan, he said he was kind of like, oh, maybe Jess will say no just because they are a married couple. And that's kind of like a lot for a third person to take on. But, you know, I love this dress. I love this dress that Jess picked. Mm -hmm. She looked gorgeous. The hair was gorgeous. Everything great yeah yeah I loved Lauren's outfit too that orange Mm -hmm. so good yeah I agree now we learn that the final ceremony there's like a circle as we see back there and these couples are supposed to see if they'll come to the middle Mm -hmm. to choose to be with each other or they separate um Jess immediately is like I need to talk I need to talk and Scott is just like what are we talking about right like what do you mean you need to talk you need to talk right now (laughs) she's like like, absolutely yes that's exactly and I'm like oh they she really caught them off guard because you see production like you (laughs) see I'm like she really was like hold up I need a second (laughs) when they started walking away I was like is this a goddamn golf course Like, where are we? There's just, like, random low fencing and, like, yeah, there's so many regular crew members just about. And I'm, like, now I'm forced to think about these crew members and what they've been thinking the whole time. Exactly. It's, like, you know, it's, like, the product that we see. It's, like, we get lost in the magic of it's only these people. And then you zoom out and it's, like, a whole crew of dudes just, like, standing with, like, cameras, boom mics. (laughs) Trying to make sure to get those sounds. Right. Love, love you guys over in that union. Um, but yeah, she was like, I need to make triple, triple sure that you guys are gonna be okay with me going at my pace. And they were like, Yeah, yeah, totally. 
So we stuck in the middle and yeah, it was it happy, happy walking away, dancing was had. Right. Are you surprised? No. Me neither. No. Me neither. They've been like our steady thruple since they picked just it's like literally the physicality piece has only been the type the drama amongst mm-hmm. them as a thruple mm-hmm. so it's not surprising at all no no um in the end i w- now this was surprising that we got after credit updates i was like this first of all it's filming like the 90s again <laughs> i loved it it also reminds me of real housewives at the end of each season they do the little <laughs> update <laughs> I actually haven't watched Housewives in a minute, but yeah, that makes sense because it's Peacock and all that. So we learned that Ruffle didn't make it. It was two months and mostly it's distance. Jess lives in Texas and they're in Arizona. Actually not that far, but it's pretty far. Or, and also depending on where in Texas. Yeah. Texas is huge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of sad, but I, I, um, yeah. everyone will be fine. They will. And I think also that piece about them being a married couple also, mm-hmm. I'm sure, played a role in that, you know, because it's like um, they're together, but then mm-hmm. she's not there, right? So it's like, you have to do a lot of work to nurture that relationship across space and time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Oof. All right. The next ones, I mean, where sh- should we go with the ones who went up next? <laughs> Your face. Also, when Ash and Maximo watched, walked out, all I could think about was um, Ramon calling them vampires. I know! <laughs> I loved it! I loved it! I was like, I feel, I feel like they were, how they were thrown in, they were, like, supposed to throw a wrench into everything. Right. And I think they kind of leaned into it a little bit. And so them just being an all black and fishness, I'm like, I love it. Let's let's have the queer goths come in. Exactly. exactly. And have their last hurrah. But first, they were with Jess in the resort. Um, and they're told they have to go their separate ways. So, okay. I really tried to pay attention to this to figure out where they were. Um, they said that their relationship is has been growing with Jess, and so it was really special to introduce her to their friends and family. This at breakfast, Ramon and Ashmal, they're almost rolling their eyes at every single thing that they're saying. Yeah, and Becca's also kind of making a little bit of a face, mm-hmm. like. They are. I'm like, Ramon, Ashma, why do you hate them so bad? They wanted to choose Jonathan one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Everyone needs to calm down. But there also needs to be drama. So I'm not hating it. <laughs> um, Becca tells Max and Ash that she feel has the same mindset of taking everything a day at a time. Maximo said that they feel calmness in this thruple. Becca talks about putting effort in with each other. So I think the effort, the effort part, mm-hmm. is the part, and it comes back around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they all go their separate ways, kissing, kissing, kissing. <laughs> so here's the thing. They have a dinner the the couples the original couples have a dinner and we're asking questions i'm sure the producers have these questions and are forcing people to ask them right but this was like it still felt so manufactured because it's like yeah what we never did this before asking each other questions now all of a sudden we need to right 
it's like all of the other breakfasts that they've had or like meals that they've had together the conversation has been a bit more organic or it mm-hmm. seems like they're just talk, talking about what they want to talk about mm-hmm. but this felt so forced I'm mm-hmm. like two of these couples don't even like each other so they wouldn't yeah. even be processing <laughs> with each other like this nah. we're up to them nah um so Ramon he asked the couples, you know, if they're looking forward to exploring the physical connection with our third, because he's like, we've been doing that the whole entire time. And Ash is like, well, that felt very pointed in the interview. Maximo is like, they're just so messy. So how do you think Maximo handled this answer in person? I mean, I felt like, I mean, A, at first when Ash said it felt pointed, I was like, did it? Cause I, but then I was just like, okay, maybe it was pointed. It was being like, we've been physical with Jonathan and y'all have it. But I'm like, actually, none of the other couples have been that as physical mm-hmm. as Ramon and Ashmal have been with Jonathan. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, Ash and Max are not the only couple. They're just making out with their third. Literally all the other couples haven't gone past kissing to what we know. Because um, I'm like, what? I don't know what happened with Sean and Brittany. I remember a tent. I remember that they pitched a tent. Right. I, you know, there was a tent. I don't know what happened in that tent. But, you know, um, I think, honestly, I know Max, like, it's like, if y'all max is like if they want to show i'll give it to them but i'm just like they're not worth that much energy and i don't think max really gave much so they said it's no secret that they want to rip each other's clothes off and it's like that's actual actual actually had the bigger reactions Mm -hmm. out of the two like he looked horrified (laughs) you would think that maximo said well Obviously, we all want to punch each other in the face. Archimel was like, oh, what do you mean you guys want to rip each other's clothes off? Right. And I'm like, but obviously, that's, I don't believe that to be true. I think maybe Ash and Becca want to rip each other's clothes yes. off, but I don't think it's a three-way type of feeling, you know? Archimel's absolutely facilitating. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, I don't know if that's... Um, accurate, but sure. And I think I was a bit shocked at how much Ashmal like spoke in this mm-hmm. Okay. Ashmal, something about him, he he after he got Jonathan and admitted he had feelings for Jonathan, now he's if not as messy as Ramon He's gang banging over this <laughs> For no reason. Okay, so Maximo says uh, the longer that they wait, the better it will be. Which is like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, sure, whatever. (laughs) Wishful thinking. So Maximo uh, said Ashmal's words got to them the next day because Ashmal's like, well, that's not what Becca said. Yeah, that part. I mean, I did like the way, or kind of like the way that um, Max Maximo handled that conversation of like, well, we had a discussion. We had a conversation. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I think, you know, Ashmal was trying to be messy in that mm-hmm. moment. And it's like, just because you and your thruple have a hard time having dialogue with each other doesn't mean that's the dynamic with all of the thruples. Yeah. Um, but I think it I'm kind of glad that Ashmal said it because I think it started to plant a seed because mm. um, Ash and Maximo weren't aware of how Becca was speaking about them to the other, yeah. like, uh, thruples, you know, they weren't yeah. they weren't there <laughs> when she was talking. So they just literally didn't know. And she was saying one thing to them and completely different thing to the other folks. Well, was it completely different is my question because, like, Ashmal says, she felt like a third and uh, like just an option. And we 
get a flashback to her them being in the shower, her being outside and being like, I feel like an option. And Maximo being like, well, I can't do anything about that because you are. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe it's not what she said wasn't different. I think the mm-hmm. energy that yeah. she had with the other thruffles versus the energy that she would bring to Ash and Maximo was very different. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, of course, the other thruffles would think like they aren't making it because of the energy that she's engaging with them on. And then when she talks to Ash and Maximo, she'd be on her like, you know, vulnerability tip and like communication mm-hmm. tip. So they just think, you know, this is another thing we have to discuss. And like, she does not that have it, have that energy, it seems. Yeah. So we're at the final ceremony. Basically, Maximo and Ash are like, look, we're going to see. Maximo very specifically says, we're going to see which Becca we get. So now we're kind of saying someone's a little a little too safe here. Becca shows up. Beautiful corseted gown. Love it. Um, Scott, he's day having all of them go over the good and the bad of their thruple. Um, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, Maximo said Becca didn't seem invested in their thruple after Jonathan swapped, which is like, can you really blame her? Right. My yeah, it's like obviously she felt like an option. Like yeah. I I think it's like for me, I'm like, oh, this is when it comes down to like you start to realize how little time Ash mm-hmm. and Maximo had in the house compared yeah. to all of the other couples. Um, because everybody else went through their issues mm-hmm. earlier on, you know, cause it's like Dylan and um, Lauren, they're on their third single. Yep. And their second single Mia had feelings, you know? So it's just like, they had longer to work through these things versus like Ash and Maximo were thrown in towards the tail end. And then like, they didn't have, it seems like as many options of people that they were connecting with as much. So like, that's Marianne wanted to kiss someone else. And then there was like a whole day of them not talking. <laughs> and then it, was, it really is. It's like the time crunch really hurt them exactly. in a way. Um, yeah. So Becca voices that her fear is being second best and being lied to. So I think she's being a little shady of like, I still think that you guys were being deceptive by not telling me that you were considering Jonathan. Yeah. So time to slip forward. No one's stepping forward. It's like. They're like, you do it first. No, you do it first. No, you. God, when I had my interview with Max and Ash, which is still on the works, guys, um, I called it like a standoff. Mm-hmm. Like the cowboys <laughs> in there. They have their guns at their holsters. They're just eyeing like, and no one does it. And it's like, oh, my God. And Maximo is always the first, I think to say something and I need to know their sign <laughs> oh I think I know I think I know this yeah it definitely came up but I forgot mm. <laughs> well, keep on the lookout for that um but yeah they said they were almost fools uh because she made it seem like she was going to step forward and but it's like I could say the same that you guys almost fooled me Um, but it didn't make sense for her to step forward after just one day of things being good Mm -hmm. and also true I wish she would have been more honest with her frustrations with them because I think the way she was communicating the thing she was being honest but I don't think she was really naming how frustrated or disconnected she was feeling. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of seemed like she's like, I'm in it. And she's like, I'm not really in this at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think in another world, I don't know, would they ever have brought Junior back? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Well, they should have picked Lena. So Look, (laughs) Lena. 
Well, we're still thinking about you, Lena. Don't think you did not make an impression. You did. For sure. Uh, is there anything else we shall say about these two? Uh, what was it? What was their update afterwards? Oh, yeah. The update is that they're just still out. Oh, yeah, on the New York scene looking for their third and <laughs> Becca is living her life, refusing to be a second or a third. I was like, y'all messy for that parentheses or third in yeah. there, but true. <laughs> so I I wonder, and this is just probably super looking to it. Do we think that means she might be more into monogamy or like she's still open to polyamory, but you have to want her. Her, yeah, I mean, in her outgoing speech, it sounded like she's like, she really does like polyamory, but okay. I think it is a thing of like, she has to be clear that like, she, these people actually want her. Cause I think that was a certain piece is like at a certain point. And I'm like, I think the reality was Ash wanted Becca. Mm-hmm. I don't think Maximo was into it, you know? So it's just like, I think they were kind of being honest, but not being straight up. And I yeah. think. Maybe Jonathan was more Maximo's type and mm-hmm. Becca is more Ash's type. And so them finding a third, it's like, whose type do you go for? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Another genderqueer person. Right. <laughs> exactly. So another genderqueer person. I think that's that hard part about dating a couple. Like, mm-hmm. this, you know, dating a couple, it's really hard. It is. It's not. It's not. All right. Moving on to Brittany, Sean, and Darian. All right. So we started with Brittany coming out as bisexual to the rest of the cast at breakfast. Yeah. And she said it was great having support, have a recording of um, some of the things that Brittany said because. It was just so touching. that moment so much mm-hmm. and just her being honest and vulnerable about how hard it is is like a black queer person coming into your identity and like how there's so much pressure from society oh I just love that moment so much I loved it too I loved it too I loved um also Sean's support <laughs> Ally of the year, truly. <laughs> uh, after this, Sean, Darian, and Brittany are hanging out by the pool. I love that it's such a big pool, and they're just so close. They're almost on top of each other at the very <laughs> corner of the pool. <laughs> <Yes>. <sighs> oh, my goodness. So Sean tells Darian if she starts showing up seriously, then they're going to take her seriously, which I think was interesting. Like, we left off with them saying that they're just going to be dating her. I do think we're getting a sense from the shows really pressuring them for commitment. I mean, the freaking titles commitment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't like that. No. And I think a lot of the singles don't like that. I think a lot of the singles are just like, I'm down to keep doing this, but like in a way that's not pressured or like commitment in a way that feels like, um, yeah, like you're stuck to the, I think a lot of the other singles truly want to do like polyamory and like I date you, but I also date other people too. 
Yeah. Whereas like the setup of the show is like, yes, polyamory because there's three people, but like, it's like, this is a committed trio. Yeah. yeah. It's like monogamy plus one. Right. <laughs> there yeah. was no switch ups to anything else. Do you want kids? Do you want to get married one day? Monogamy plus one. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? How does that work? Um, yeah, and basically Darian said that it's a huge commitment and her toxic trait is that she gets bored easily. And then she admits that she's afraid of commitment. Um, something that was very interesting is that she also says that she's not even sure. She wonders if her polyamory is coming from a place of I get bored easily and I actually don't want I mean, I think that's like a valid exploration of your Mm -hmm. identity. If in this time you don't want to be in a committed relationship for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. then and you want to date multiple people and the people that you're dating are cool with it. Sure. Why not? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be toxic. I thought it was was interesting that she said my toxic trait. Right. I'm like, I don't think that's a toxic trait I mean I think it's just a part of who you are you know it's like Mm -hmm. if you're not trying to live this very like set in stone this is my routine every day I'm very settled type life then like that's just not the type of life that you're wanting to live there is no like value judgment on that Um, yeah I think as long as you're not mistreating people and discarding them kind of like what we were worried about at the beginning of this whole season, um, then you're pretty good. And she seems pretty good. She communicates and everything of what she wants if she has a wandering eye. Um, So, yeah, very interesting. Brittany, I thought this was huge because Brittany, in in an interview with Sean, says that she's looking for love. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Brittany was such a lover girl. Who's trying to get wiped up? Right. Up under that Aquarian exterior is a lover girl. <laughs> You're what? like, I'm going to fall in love. Okay. I'm like, period. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. She wonders. Okay. Brittany said that she used to not make it past months. I think she said three months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the past but then you know she finally met someone and was able to make it last Sean said commitment is just showing up as the person you said you were going to be not these two talking daring in through her her relationship stuff what is going on what a 180 from what? the top of this season just like wow I'm thrown wow. for loot truly like, what is happening here? They're, like, so serious. Like, and bef- before, they accused Sanu of being so serious. This is supposed to be fun. And now these two are talking about commitment. They're talking about, I want love. And Darian's like, I want to kiss other girls. Period. <laughs> Period. Oh, that just reminded me of the first couple, even though we're We've yeah. gone past them, but when um, Jess says, "I now have my first girl girlfriend," yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, and I thought of that too. I was like, so her polyamorous situation before were either with men or just like non not women. Well, she was saying like she dated a couple before, exactly. So maybe yeah, there were non women, or maybe they never got to the point of being that serious. Either that, maybe they weren't women, or they yeah. never got serious enough. To I don't know. Serious. In my mind, I wanted to be two men. <laughs> I mean, she was one of the people who came up to Ramon and Ashmal, right, mm-hmm. at the beginning? Mm-hmm. So maybe. So, so very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But yeah, but yeah, back to them. It was, yeah. just, it was just like, wow, like, mm-hmm. not they're trying to support her and her fear of commit. I did was a little like Darren. Why hasn't this come up before? Like we've look, made it this far. Look, we're literally on the last day, and you're like, mm-hmm. I just want to let y'all know, I have a fear of commitment, girl. I feel like 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something that she said because I think I think maybe she says it at the final ceremony that she was like, oh, I'm so happy I could help you guys. Like, so maybe she was like, in a way, kind of like Sanu of like, I'm coming mm-hmm. in, guiding you guys along. But then maybe she also was like, and then maybe our time will naturally come to a close. And they're like, commitment. Right. <laughs> we actually like this and we want commitment. Right. And she's like, oh, I didn't think we would get there. <laughs> like, uh, actual sprung. <laughs> right. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, yeah, at dinner, Brittany reveals that she learned to trust herself to make decisions. Mm-hmm. She took a lot of time to, like, process things. And I think with the Darian thing, they were deferring to Darian, where Darian was kind of deferring to them. Like, no one wanted to make the call on that. Right. But, yeah, that's such an important lesson to learn, to, like, listen to yourself and trust yourself. Right. Exactly. And not be afraid to be honest. Mm-hmm. and the relationship about where you're at right because it's like if y'all are just in different places that's cool like mm-hmm. the, there's nothing wrong with either of you <laughs> you know you just might not be compatible at this time yeah yeah fair Sean says that he looked at Lauren and Dylan as examples uh, since they're the married couple then he started holding Brittany's hands and being more attentive. Yo, you know what Dylan's response to this is? I love that, bro. He did. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you know what? I'm growing to appreciate the bro <laughs> I'm kind of appreciating it. I love that, bro. I just love how Sean is just like cool with everybody. He is he like anywhere at any time. Literally going to comfort Ramon and being like, I get it, but you just gotta gotta not give a fuck. Talking to Maximo about their gender identity and expression and how they express femininity and masculinity, broing out with Dylan. Like I'm just like you can do it all. So wild. Oh my god. Um, so Sean mentions Darian's fear of commitment. Um, so they know that that's at the front forefront of her mind. So I'm scary. Yeah. Um, and then Brittany said she felt like maybe she wasn't like good enough or pretty enough when oh. Darian was interested in kissing Ash. I was like, You are gorgeous. Yeah. This is literally a queer being like, I'm not making out with y'all. Yeah. And I think she's pretty too. And I want to make out with her. <laughs> like, this yeah. is not, it's no like comparison. Mm-hmm. But that's the natural feeling. I mean, that comes up regardless of if you're in monogamous or polyamorous relationship, but definitely in polyamory, jealousy or uh, insecurities can easily mm-hmm. come up. Mm-hmm. You get such a, mushy gooey side of Brittany in this episode I'm so sad that she's gonna not be on my computer screen I'm I'm really happy she allowed herself to be this part of herself and I wonder if coming out allowed her to be a bit more open with like these ooey gooey parts of herself that feel like scary to show to other people. But I love that Scott named like how beautiful it is to have such a soft place to land with like a bunch of other queers, you know, and like um, where everybody has a a third, like, you know, like like, uh, a beautiful place to just name who you are with folks who, you know, won't judge you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, in the end, they come to the circle. Scott is standing there telling them to go through all of their memories and they have to step forward. I was so mad how they edited this, yo. I was like, Darian, Darian, because they had her, they had her do the rock back. They <laughs> did. Multiple times. I was like, Darian, what are you doing? Like, are you going to walk, yes or no? <laughs> yes or no. And she's, they step forward and she asked one more thing because she she said that um, she didn't feel seen 
mm-hmm. by them. Um, and she wanted them to understand her openness and wait. I think, okay, this is what she said. Darian said her concern is that they don't see her or accept her for who she is after their reaction to her transparency. Mm-hmm. So Sean talks and he says, we do see you and that they are going into it with understanding and openness and hopefully room for her to grow as well. Darian thanks them for the words, which I'm like, oof, just words. And Brittany looked a little, a little hurt. So I'm like, what is going on? One, but then she steps forward and they kiss. I hated, I hated how they messed with my emotions for this. <laughs> I think I just wished they would have been more upfront with each other of like, do we want this to be a closed thruple mm-hmm. or is it okay for? Darian to be living her own romantic life outside of this Mm -hmm. thruple because I think that is like the issue I think Darian is like once we get committed that means we're in a closed thruple and that's Mm -hmm. not what she wants Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah honestly I feel like they had to have like a little bit of a whisper network of like let's just leave here together but we're gonna keep it open because like this show right the show is pushing us to the edge. Right. Oh my goodness. We learn after the credits that they dated in LA but broke up because of career commitments. Um, Sean proposed to Brittany, um, but Darian won't be at the wedding because they're not in touch. Yeah. I was curious about what they meant around different career. Mm-hmm. or whatever yeah well okay so sean is a producer Brittany is like a trainer to celebrities darian does um different workshops um that i saw so i just took it as like they're just really busy yeah but i don't know you know yeah that's what i assumed is like they're really busy and maybe like the the demands of their careers just have them in different places. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. But then I raise an eyebrow at the so-called it's amicable, but, but they not invited to the wedding? Right. Yeah. But also, as an Aquarian, I'd be having amicable endings to things and then we just never talk again. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Amicable ish. You know? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, our last couple now, which the show also ended it on them, the boys. So Ashma and Ramon, they wake up and it's Buenos Dias, Los Novios, as Ashma and Ramon are quick to throw shade. They're like, first of all, Maximo Ash and Becca's relationship, that's not real. So get that out your little head when it came to breakfast. I'm just like, mind the business that pays you. Worry about your own toxic mm-hmm. dynamics and y'all's couple and thruple yeah. and leave these other folks alone. Yeah. Very interesting. Because it's like, did we even settle on anything? Like, Jonathan is still talking about, I'm jealous. What do you mean you guys go out and just make out with your friends? I'm not for that. Like, they live in different states as well. Like, there was so much more that, like, could have came out of this. But it was just all the conflict with Maximo Nash. It's like, okay. Literally. Like, there's so many conversations they need to have. Mhm. Mhm. Totally. But they get separated. They get separated and that means and I noticed I noticed someone says this and I was like that's very interesting. Um I think it is that Ramon, which of course it was Ramon, 
mom said he's worried about Jonathan because um, he will have a whole day and that could put mean Jonathan will get in his head. Mm-hmm. I'm like a whole day. Like you're, you're like, Oh my God, I can't have sex with him. And then therefore have all of those endorphins and hormones feeling like we're so in love because outside of the sex, how, how much of that is like y'all being cool. Right. And like, in what ways have they built emotional intimacy? Like Ramon and Jonathan in particular yeah. um, throughout this time together. Cause this, Jonathan calls it out and then Ramon feels offended, but I'm like, we also haven't witnessed many moments of them really opening up to each other especially in the ways that we've seen Ashma and Jonathan open up about their experiences of coming out how they relate to their family Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm like okay I get it they're both bisexual but but as a gay man I'm like I feel like also Ramon should also have like similar ish or like have experiences of coming out to his family or what is his relationship like to his family Mm -hmm. Um, like yeah how, do, how have y'all related to each other in a way besides being sexual or physical with each other? Yeah, very interesting. Um, so, yeah, it still kind of gives a little bit of a toxic relationship. Uh, Ramon claims that at dinner, because everyone's talking about what they're learning from this experience and whatnot, um, Ramon claims that he learned to stop and step outside of himself Think about what Ashmal is feeling. Um, I wish I could see this. When? Right. And not him being like, Ashmal has feelings. Ramon, Ashmal has always had feelings. Oh, he's like, <laughs> oh, because he plays it off with a joke and stuff. Like, and I don't, I don't even think we actually saw Ashmal like joke. I think he actually takes conflict pretty seriously. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, we're going to, like, go about this. We don't need to do the whole silent treatment. We also don't need to be disrespectful. Right. Like, he he seems like a cool cucumber. And yet, Ramon's just like, oh, he always plays off his feelings. And it's like, he's been in a relationship with him, so he'll know more. It's just we're not seeing it. Right, right. And again, it might be that thing of like, because Ashmal isn't so emotive Mm -hmm. in conflict, it seems like, oh, he doesn't have feelings. But I'm like, no, he's communicating what he's feeling, but Mm -hmm. he's not emoting it. He's not like, I'm angry. You know? (laughs) Again, the the one time he starts emoting is when Maximo said he wanted to rip off Bex. Becca's clothes. Literally. It's like, this is the time, Ashmal. This is when you feel so caught off guard. You have to let the whole table know what. He's just like, what is going on? <laughs> All right. So, what else goes down at this dinner? Um, Ramon said that it's a possibility Jonathan won't stay with them. Uh, he, yeah. Then goes on to ask if any of the other couples are genuine. Um, that was the hot question. Hot, hot topic question. Because that was more pointed than, is anyone going to get physical? Right. That was super pointed and everybody instantly got uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. hmm So, yeah. Ashma reveals that Becca felt like third place. Um, he wants to know what's with the tw- 12 hour turnaround because y'all were trying to get Jonathan, but now you're singing Becca's praises. Um, yeah. And Max, Ma- Maximo said they're the most ingenuine throuple, meaning Ramon, Ashmal, and Jonathan. If there's the most, <laughs> the most ingenuine, who would you say it is? I would say it's Maximo and Ash and Becca because it's clear that Becca and Ash are into each other. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's clear that all three of the boys are into each other. 
their capacity for a healthy relationship is what is at question. But that that's not what we're saying. They're genuinely yeah. all into each other. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's just physical. They're all definitely... each other, all of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Massimo refused to answer the same question though, because they're not messy and they just wish everyone the best. Right. I mean, it is a very messy question because I'm just like yeah. everyone else's opinions of the thruples here does not matter, like no. at all. No. Um. Yeah. So in the end. We have to go to this the circle of truth, of course. Um, Scott is sitting there waiting. <laughs> Everything is hinging on this. <laughs> ah, who's going to step forward? Of course, Jonathan's like, I just, I have something. I just have something to say. Scott is over it. I don't it's know how long he's been standing there. Scott is like, we have a format. <laughs> you were given instructions. <laughs> Walk towards the middle if you want to stay. Stay where you are if you want to stop. And all of y'all have been talking about, can we have a little chatty chat? And that's not what we're doing here. Y'all being chatty Kathy. Right. No, you, you didn't talk before. Right. Y'all weren't worried about talking in that bedroom. <laughs> what were you doing on your last morning together, boys? Huh? Chatting, wasn't it? No, Vio. <laughs> so, Jonathan is like, oh, I'm gonna, I, would you be my boyfriend? And uh, Ashwan gives his last one. Is it even the morning? Right, I'm like, it looks like it's in the middle of the day. The sun is very high in the sky. What are we talking about? So, yeah, they walk away together, and we find out that this thruple continued for three months. Is that more or less than you thought? Honestly, it's more. I didn't think they would last very long. Because they also have distance, because Jonathan's in New York, right? And they're in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he was flying out. Right. Because even Ramon said it. Ramon said the thing around like, you know, we have each other when we go home, but he's going to be by himself. So, yeah, he has more time to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Ashmal ended the trouble and his relationship with Ramon. Jonathan and Ramon continued, but not for long. Right. Ashmal and Ramon are friends, but are not in touch with Jonathan. The way, the way it kept going. I, I thought, why aren't we talking to Jonathan no more? Right. I'm like, now I want to know what's T. Why did we stop? Why did we stop talking to Jonathan altogether? What happened in the breakup that? Oh my God. Oh my God. What a mess. Such a mess. I, I. I'm not surprised they ended though. Like that no. is not surprising whatsoever <laughs> not at all not at all and good for Oshmal honestly because he was already talking about trying to get out of this on the show on the show like yeah I think it's like he knew it was unhealthy the way that they would engage with each other but mm-hmm. having a third person in the relationship to confirm like oh this is a mess and yeah. he's like, you know what you're right <laughs> This, this is a mess. Yeah, I honestly think I knew that this really wasn't going to last when Oshmal said he hated Ramon's cast. That part when he was like, I've been trying to get him to give the cats to his ex. I was like, oh, how have y'all been figuring out this long if you don't like his pets? It's wild. I'm just like, guys. Guys, what are we doing here? Because also, I'm like, Ramon, also stand on business. If somebody don't like your pets, they don't like you, babes. Kick them to the pet. Exactly. Ashma might be cute, but you ain't that cute. You get with me, you got to get with my pets, too. <laughs> now I'm thinking of Love is Blind, because the way I pulled out the Spice World gif, <laughs> I came to freaking Jimmy. 
we'll if talk it was about that. Be my lover, you gotta get with my with friends. My friend. Even though I've gotten with my friends. My friends. <laughs> we will be talking about that with Mimi of Big Brother 25. So just wait a second. We have to get back to this. Yes. But yeah, was not very surprised. We did get another update too, because I was I was very curious about when we're ever gonna see these people again. Oh yeah, remember them, right. Corey Wilder and Denise. They left the show. Honestly, it felt like they got fired. <laughs> they're, they're like, you did it too, right? And so now you gotta go. <laughs> like, I I can't believe that they weren't there for the finale. Like. You booked them for the season, guys. There's a schedule. Why didn't you bring them back for the finale? That's so interesting. It 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 is because I'm like, why didn't they continue to be in the house, even if they were? Because I'm like, at a certain point, um, Lauren and Dylan weren't swapping out Jess anymore. They're like a yeah. couple ceremonies, right, where she wasn't swapped out. So I'm like, yeah, they could have just kept choosing Denise. Um, yeah, and like it's not like there wasn't drama. Corey was crying every day. I don't, think, I don't think there was a day she didn't cry. Right. I don't know what that was, but the update says that they're still together and traveling. Right. Are you surprised the- about that? Or how are you feeling? Um, I think I was a little surprised um, mm-hmm. that it worked out in the real world, but you know, I'm happy for them. They're traveling, having a good time. They, I mean, I think it it makes sense to me in a way that it does work because they, uh, it doesn't seem like Corey and Wilder want like children or a super yeah. settled down life. So like, you know, they're off. It looked like a rainforest or something. And they're like rafting. I don't know, but they can do stuff like that. We can do all that white people stuff. Right, all those white people things. And Denise is like, I'm along for the ride. Because I don't know if you've seen, but um, Dylan and Lauren are pregnant now. Yeah. Yeah, they announced on their Instagram they're pregnant. So to me, I'm like, I'm like, that. I'm sure Jess probably wasn't at a place where she's like ready to be a a part of a family like that. Interesting. Life is wild. It is. (laughs) It is. I was also a little shocked that they announced that they were pregnant before the end of the season because I felt like, in a way, like, I don't know. I was like, when I saw it, like the other week or, yeah, last week or the other week, I was like, I don't feel like Jess is still a part of the equation Mm -hmm. in this type of big life decision mm-hmm. and then sure enough in the update they were like they stopped they ended their relationship yeah, yeah. okay that makes sense what a season what a season that's it for couple to thruple i mean overall what are your thoughts on this new show okay the setup I wasn't particularly a fan of the singles. A lot of it's like they say like singles who are experienced in mm-hmm. poly dating. And it's like, no, they're not. Um, a lot of them are not. Sanu was the most experienced. It was like Sanu and then like John. I think Jonathan has said he'd never dated more than yeah. one person at a time. So it's like this is like the scale of your single. Some people have never done this and some people grew up in a household of this. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that was a little interesting, but that is also the fact that like the singles start to feel like toys or objects that couples can pick up and put down. That's a little, uh, but I think this show is like really doing some like big cultural work around like normalizing non-monogamy or other ways of being in romantic relationships. It is like, like normalizing queerness in a way like I mean every single relation like every single couple has someone in it who is not straight you know so it's like there it's already 
of like a gay queer show and then the singles are all queer (laughs) and then they brought in a super queer couple we get to have conversations around gender identity we get to have conversations about someone coming out and coming into themselves on the show and it's a black woman at that right so I'm just like a lot of these little dating shows don't be having like juicy things in this way um so I loved it having two black hosts I'm like I feel like Capital Thurple really did one yeah honestly honestly yes I hope there's a second season um there's always going to be something problematic about game showing dating yeah (laughs) so I I hear you at the beginning of this felt super icky when it came to the whole switching third thing but there's there's different ways I I think it still has to be a part of it mm-hmm. um but yeah if if they all end with them growing like this one did mm-hmm. I didn't leave feeling disgusted or icky I actually left pretty much liking everyone pretty much almost yeah whereas like usually on love is blind by the time I get to the end I'm like I am so glad this is done (laughs) whereas like this tank came to an end and I'm like dang I kind of want to see more of these people like oh I know I wouldn't be mad if we got a season two and some of them came back like Brittany's looking for love guys period yeah and then, like her and Sean could be the engaged couple like the yeah. more you know committed couple this go around so totally totally so yeah I I hope it performed well I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about it because yeah I I really wanted to add some more black queer voices to the whole conversation I'm also hoping get more interviews like I said I'm working on Maximo and Ash um and I've been trying to work with getting Darian like Mm -hmm. if I could get every person on this show on this podcast I would uh just please subscribe and stay tuned um I saw Sano in the comments yes I did I immediately looked like Sano (laughs) if you want to come over please let me know but yes uh, everyone seems to be so cool so yeah is there anything else it's refreshing not to have a reality dating show be so hetero I mean it was still pretty hetero in so many ways but like um, it was nice to have something that's just like kind of for the queers Yes. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Just that that breath I just took. Fresh yeah. air. <laughs> fresh air. We needed that. Like the ultimatum queer love gave us that. Are you the one season eight gave us that? And you know, it's just like we're kind of even like ultimatum queer love. Oh my god, that turned dark. That turned it. There were so many conversations to be had about like unhealthy, toxic, uh, abusive relationships that came yeah. out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like how we can uh, start to like really talk about like how um, violence often isn't taken seriously mm-hmm. in queer relationships by queer people themselves or by other people either. Yep. Um, we did do an episode of the finale of the Queer Ultimatum. So if you're mm-hmm. interested in that, you can check that out on this channel or in this feed. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to get another one. I heard casting has been out there. So that's also something to stay in tune with. Wow. Would you ever do a show like this? What do you mean do a show like this? I mean, like, be on a show. Like, would you... <laughs> Jordan ever be looking for a third? <laughs> like, which all ever look for a third? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Because Jordan always says that he can't do polyamory because they don't have like the the bandwidth. That's real. 
it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm just too selfish uh, and want all of Jordan's attention. How about you? Um, I would not because I'm not into the idea of being in a throuple. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I've done polyamory. I'm cool-ish with that. It is a lot of work. But, like, mm-hmm. me and my partner dating the same person within our – it's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll continue working on Jordan being able to live with a dog instead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, Quito, where can people follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at hello underscore Quito. And I am Nicole Weaver. You can follow me at Nikki Bernice across socials. But most importantly, please follow Black by Reality across all socials. We have so much good content. Um, I am currently covering Survivor. We did the recap of the premiere with Owen Knight of Survivor 43. The Traders is wrapping up. Uh, it's, it's getting very good. I'm very excited to see who will win. And I've had different reality stars guest on that. And Love is Blind is wrapping up, as me and Quita have already said. We've been covering it. We're having a guest this week and possibly for the finale. So a couple to throuple might be done, but we're not. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Bye.